This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start really moving. Huggies has more curves and outstanding active fit. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hey there, it's Jonas Knox. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, Car and Drivers Into Cars, a production of Car and Driver and iHeartMedia's Ruby Studio, hosted by Eddie Alterman and Tony Quiroga. Into Cars is the ultimate podcast for car lovers. Whether you're in the market for a new set of wheels or just love the sound of a V8, Car and Drivers panel of editors, test drive and review today's hottest new rides with zero filter. Car and Drivers Into Cars is brought to you by eBay Motors. All the parts you need at the prices you want guaranteed to fit your ride every time visit ebaymotors.com for more eligible items only exclusions apply listen to car and drivers into cars available wherever you get your podcasts oh 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 o'reilly check engine light on take the guesswork out of your check engine light with o'reilly veriscan it's free and provides a report with solutions based on over 650 million vehicle scans verified by ASE certified master technicians. And if you need help, we can recommend a shop for you. Ask for O'Reilly Veriscan today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome in, podcast listeners. The Final Four is now set. And if you pick a Final Four winner, you can bet $5 at fanduel.com slash clay, and you can win back, believe it or not, a crazy amount you can win back $200. That's a 40-to-1 payout. Paul Kaharski with us in the first hour of the program. Outkick writer Bobby Barak in the second and Doug Gottlieb in the third. All that rolling your direction. It's the Outkick podcast. The show is live 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, but you get the podcast and it begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, bleary-eyed Outkick. I know many of you out there are incredibly tired right now, but I bet if you are a UCLA fan, you are still walking a bit on air. Five straight NCAA tournament wins. Two of them have gone to overtime, and Michigan had two impeccable, I would say, three-point looks in the final five seconds, basically, of that game with a chance to put... Jawan Howard back in the Final Four for the first time since he was a member of the Fab Five. Jalen Rose standing there on the sideline watching as well. And it was a brutal defensive struggle down the stretch. Hardly any points scored at all, but Mick Cronin's UCLA Bruins 
are on into the Final Four, and we now have managed to complete the entirety of the Final Four. And if you are a Gonzaga fan, I think you have to be sitting back saying, my goodness, are you really telling me that in order to advance to the championship game, all we have to do is beat UCLA? On the other side of the equation, we've got Baylor going head-to-head with Houston in the championship for the state of Texas. But my goodness, we finally got an epic game. I felt like both of those Michigan threes had a chance to go in. 0.5 seconds left. They got a whale of a look uh, in that scenario. Did not go for them. They got a good look uh, with their point guard coming down the court with about five seconds to play. Everything kind of fell apart for Michigan uh, down the stretch run there. They couldn't quite finish at the rim. They got to the rim so many different times. They had a chance to win the game because Johnny Juzang, who shoots over 90% for free throws, missed the uh, the back end there uh, of the one and one. And what a wild, scintillating, spectacular finish. Frankly, a lot of these uh, recent games have not been that good. But I know that a lot of you out there are super tired as you start off your morning because you stayed up till after midnight on the East Coast to see how that game was going to end. And I bet a lot of you were like me saying, please don't go to overtime. Please don't go to overtime. When you have to wake up uh, early or go to bed late or whatever the scenario is that you know you're not going to get a lot of sleep, the hope is that you're not going to have to deal uh, with a lot of different overtimes and as late of a game as you could possibly want. So what I find interesting here is credit to the television networks because the Gonzaga game against USC was nowhere near as good as this one. Now, it was a little bit of an ugly game, almost in the context of, you know, how those ugliest dog contests, it kind of felt like that with the way that neither team could really score. You go look at the box score, and it was an ugly game. Dub, did you feel the same way that I did, that this game uh, felt epic and also epically bad simultaneously, if that makes any sense? No, and it it kind of reminded me of that infamous uh, Duke-Butler final game. The Gordon Hayward, oh-so-close Almost banked in the three. Yeah, Yeah, that was an all-timer a great game, but like you said, an ugly game as well. This kind of had those kind of vibes for me. Michigan couldn't really finish at the rim. Dickinson did not have a spectacular game. He didn't get that many shots. And uh, Wagner was awful, one for 10 from the field. But really, the only player that played, I thought, a really high-level game was Juzang, who was absolutely fantastic. But nobody shot well from the field. Obviously, partly that is defensive related. Nobody really shot that well from the three-point line. Michigan brutishly out-rebounded UCLA by 10, which is a pretty significant difference there. But as you kind of break down the overall uh, scenarios there, Michigan didn't shoot well from the free-throw line. But, Dub, you and I were talking during the course of this game, and I was pointing out UCLA had gotten no foul calls against Michigan such that down the stretch, I thought there might be some crazy aspects there because Michigan had to foul a couple of times to even get them into the one-and-one. And And so the end result here is, look, I think if you're a Michigan fan, Jawan Howard is far in advance of where you could have anticipated that he would be at this point in time. 
Uh, last year, Michigan was pretty good. This year, they were a fringe preseason top 25 team that found themselves in the top 10 all year. Yes, they did not make it to the Final Four. Jawan Howard did not become one of the few coaches to play in the Final Four and then also take his alma mater back to the Final Four. But it feels like he's got Michigan rolling pretty well. And the challenge of the NCAA tournament in general is, I think if you told Michigan, hey, when you started the season, you're going to get two pretty good looks from three. And if you make either of them, inside of the final 10 seconds, you are going to find yourself in the final four. I think every Michigan Wolverine fan on the planet would have signed up for that. And it felt a little bit like the Oral Roberts ending to me, where if you watch the Oral Roberts Sweet 16 game against Arkansas, as they rose up for that final shot after the inbounds play, I thought to myself, that is a shot that is likely to be made. I thought that for both of the Michigan shots because they were both fairly clean. It's not like they were wildly contested threes. Those were good looks. Now, I don't think you can question the looks in general, but I did question why Michigan took the time out after the Juzang missed free throw. Uh, watching it live, a lot of times you get a better shot in that scramble situation as opposed to having to inbound the ball and working it back down the court that way. Uh, but in general, Jawan Howard far in excess of where I think you could reasonably ha- have anticipated he would be this quickly. Remember how many people said, hey, this is a big risk in hiring Jawan Howard given his limited experience in coaching. And I think you can say, as he has come in to take over for John Beeline, when Beeline left unexpectedly after putting Michigan in really great positions to win at a high level for several years, that Jawan Howard has continued the momentum of the Michigan basketball program. We know how talented the Big Ten was, we thought, this year. I think Michigan also kept the Big Ten from having a lot of dirt poured on its grave, even though uh, they ended up losing this game. Now, on the flip side, UCLA, absolutely incredible run. Five straight wins for Mick Cronin, kind of out of nowhere, because UCLA had lost four straight basketball games coming into uh, this performance. And now they find themselves going up against Gonzaga. And we're going to talk about the Zags and kind of their overall reputation and why I think they're still getting overlooked. But one easy angle in which you can consider the fact that they are being overlooked is just contemplating this. As you break down what is going on with the Zags right now, they weren't even in prime time, even though they are 30-0 and and have won 29 of those 30 games by double digits. USC had won in the first three games in this tournament so far by an average of 64 points, sorry, a total of 64 points. And Gonzaga just made them look like they were nowhere near the same quality of team, which makes me wonder, and we're going to get into this a bit more as we move throughout the course of the show, have we drastically underrated the Zags and are we drastically undercovering what they are attempting to comp- to accomplish in becoming the first team to win 
to win an NCAA tournament undefeated since all the way back in 1976 with Indiana and Bob Knight? I think the answer is yes. I'm going to unpack that a bit as we move throughout the program. Paul Koharski is going to join us uh, here in the next segment uh, in the first hour. Then we're going to be joined by OutKick writer Bobby Barak in the second hour, hoping to be joined by Doug Gottlieb in the third hour to break down now that we have the final four set as we roll into the final four weekend Saturday two games and Monday a national title game I think we're going to end up with the Zags going head-to-head with Baylor who are the two best performing teams so far this is outkick the coverage with Clay Travis What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Marion on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start really moving. Huggies has more curves and outstanding active fit. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
OutKick 360 into its third week, starting to uh, roll very well. Uh, not that it was doing poorly in the first place, but you guys seem very comfortable. I watch clips. Uh, I, you know, I'm running around like crazy, like uh, like always, but I enjoy checking it out. Uh, how comfortable are you feeling now as you roll into the third week? Yeah, it's good. Uh, we're feeling, I think, uh, a little more freedom to uh, to get into. Um, you know, moments like uh, a debate about the scoop. There it is, uh, Geico. Geico. <laughs> for, 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 for people who, uh, who I mean, I can't imagine there's a single person out there who is listening to us right now that has not seen that commercial. Your argument was, which you were ridiculed for on the show. You believed that the I, there are there's a dad, a mom, and I guess a uh, daughter character daughter. in the commercial. Yeah. But you thought it was mom and a brother and a sister, or a boyfriend and a girlfriend uh, for the scoop. There it is commercial. Yeah, I, I thought it was a boyfriend of the daughter, or a daughter and a son. I got destroyed for this take. We put out a poll. We took it down immediately. I was proven wrong very quickly. A big I was wrong moment. And and uh, one, of, one of our avid listeners and viewers, I mean, he had credits at his disposal. Geico had credits out. That's pretty funny. Commercial yes, because it's been so popular. With the actor who plays yeah. the father, the quote-unquote father. So, uh, you know, bad bad one by me, I guess. So uh, that'll go down in the annals of my bad takes but uh i i I still could see him being a a a brother i thought our production crew was uh was shameful they say i'm trying to uh you know uh distract the blame but our production crew uh the fellas claimed that they hadn't seen the commercial which i thought was a much bigger story than me thinking it was a brother or a boyfriend i don't know how you could be a sports fan and not have seen the scoop there it is commercial. I, I mean that legitimately because I don't know what percentage of, I don't know how many times it runs during an average uh, game, but it feels like it's multiple times in virtually every sporting event. Now, obviously, I watch and you watch uh, and lots of people who in the world of sports uh, for a living watch a lot of sports. I mean, we watch more sports than your average person would, but I feel like it's impossible not to. If you are a sports fan at all, it's impossible not to have seen that. Lance and Jacob are, I don't think, diehard sports guys, and we have a cord cord cutter and a commercial hater. But still, I think it's so pervasive that you, you, it, it would find its way to you. Dub, does it stun you that anyone would not have seen, that there would be anybody who listens to this program that has not seen the Scoop There It Is commercial? There's literally no chance. There's a 0% chance. If you watch any sort of sports, you've <laughs> yes. seen that commercial. It's a great commercial, by the way. Yeah, did you and ever commercial, think? This commercial is, has a good shelf life, but I still think like it's run its course now. And I am still a big proponent of a federal law that mandates shelf life for commercials so that the American public doesn't get sick of stuff. We've seen enough of Lily during this tournament. She should be off. Things should have expiration dates or only be allowed to run so many times. You know what I loved, and I, they stopped doing it, I think, because I haven't seen it as much recently. I liked, I think it was Bud Light was running the old Bud Light commercials, like Bud Light Classic. Yeah, the classics. That was Super oh, Bowl uh, time. Yeah, that was fantastic. And what it reminded me of was 
there was an era there where people were not afraid of perpetually offending anyone and almost everything in the commercial universe was really, really funny. And, you know, the the, the one that I think has been a trend that is the best right now uh, is I think it's the progressive, the parents, uh, like, uh, you know, you'll become your parents or whatever, like walking around uh, and, and they have this. Oh, the guy. counselor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the counselor's guy. I, I think that is pretty outstanding. They've done a good job of extending it, but it feels like there used to be more of those. Dub, you're saying Geico has been running the old Dikembe Mutombo, like sh- shaking his finger commercials? Yeah, the, the no, yeah. no, no one where he's blocking, you know, people's groceries or whatever it is in the yeah. store. They've been running that one too recently for March Madness as well. Um, so, uh, let's talk NFL for a minute. Cause obviously that's the sport that you follow the most closely. We're talking to Paul Kaharski outkick 360, 12 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock central, 10 o'clock mountain, nine o'clock on the West coast. You can check it out, uh, Monday through Friday, pretty much every day. You can also go check it out on podcast. Uh, it is a great live show. And one of the things that's fantastic about it is it feels like the time slot that you guys have, there's always news breaking. Right. Like I have done radio, as you know, in the middays and then I have done drive time, uh, meaning in the afternoon, evening. And it felt like almost every day or multiple times a week, there would be something that would break while we were on the air. Whereas morning radio, a lot of people are still sleeping like, you know, there's there's still like eight hours where nothing much happens from about. I would say 11 o'clock on the East Coast to really about 8 o'clock or even later on the East Coast. That's nine hours, I guess, where really things kind of shut down. Does that make sense to you? Have you Do you feel yeah. like you guys get a lot of news in your time slot? Definitely. I, 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 you know, and there were some huge ones. I remember, uh, you know, testing my speed reading uh, with the flight gate when the report oh, came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And reading, reading furiously, and kind of breaking into sections. Somebody's reading from the back, forward. Somebody's reading the middle, uh, and we were trying to pour through it as fast as we could. Uh, and we pride ourselves on being able to react. So we had the trade, uh, the trades this uh, recently last. Yeah, week, the, I, guess, the, the, I uh, mean, which when, is a big deal, right? I mean, when the Dolphins went up to three, and uh, and and then um, you know the trade back for. Um, the back back with the Eagles moving. The forty ers going to three and yeah, then the Dolphins trading back up to, to six yeah. and the Eagles leaving them behind twelve. So let's start there. Do you believe the San Francisco forty ers because I do not in any way, when they say, Hey, uh, we are uh, we don't know who we're gonna take. My argument is there's no way you give up the draft equity that they did without being not in like with multiple p- people but in love with someone because it seems like a pretty clear situation that is likely to be the case that you're going to have Zach Wilson to Trevor Lawrence certainly is going to be one. And that means that they would have the opportunity, the 49ers would to draft either Trey Lance, uh, Mac Jones or, uh, or Justin Fields. And do you agree that they know which of those three guys they want a hundred percent? Yeah, I think you have to uh, love one of them and really, really love another one. I I think you probably have to feel really great about two of them uh, because there's a potential for somebody to jump up ahead of you to the Jets. You might have a a good feeling about the Jets based on your relationship with Sayla, their head coach who comes from you, but he's not the decision maker. He's not the GM. And, you know, all these GMs now are super tight lipped 
to the degree that, you know, at this stage, they may not even, you know, a uh, decision's not definitely made for one thing. And, uh, you know, head coach doesn't necessarily know exactly what the thinking is uh, for a decision maker. You know, who, who knows what's going on there. But you got to guard yourself against the Jets dealing out of that pick to somebody that may want your guy. So I think they've got to love two guys, really, uh, and, and feel really good about two guys. Uh, otherwise, they would have been dealing with the Jets uh, if, the, if they could have uh, at all. Uh, and obviously, they couldn't have. So uh, I do buy the fact that, that you know, they, they – to probably have their heart set on one, but you can't overset on one because there is one uncontrollable factor in front of you. Okay, so will Jimmy Garoppolo be on the roster for week one in the NFL for the San Francisco 49ers? Well, you know, he's got a $25 million cap number, which you don't want to swallow yourself. Um, but you also, it's going to be hard for somebody to trade for that. Nobody, I don't think, is in love with the idea of him as a starter, given that a lot of the, the teams in need of quarterbacks now are going to be drafting these guys that you just lift, lifted, uh, listed off. Well, the one team on the outs is Carolina. Finally, I read something from, from a good insider that you know they may be content to take the best offensive tackle. But they want a star quarterback. Garoppolo wouldn't fulfill that e- either. So, and there's a pretty solid report from the Athletic out that the Patriots don't don't want him and don't envision him in their plans. So, I mean, I think the only way he lands somewhere else is with a uh, with a new deal, which which cuts his value a lot and makes him, you know, not necessarily a number one guy. Or, you know, maybe the 49ers convince him to come down. I don't think he does that because it forces them to cut him. And then if he's cut, it's a whole different ball game. But I don't, I don't know that people are clamoring for Jimmy Garoppolo right now based on his inability to stay healthy. Um, so he, he's not as big a commodity as it seems. That said, you know, if I'm a Bears fan, uh, bring them all in at this point. You know, and that, that, you know, Foles, Garoppolo, and Dalton. You know, you don't have one good one there, but you have three mediocre ones to to compete. Maybe one of them will play good on a given week. We're talking to Paul Kaharski, Outkick 360, noon every single weekday. Okay, let's go into what is clearly the biggest story in the NFL right now, Deshaun Watson. And there are, whatever it is, 20-plus, the number continues to change, uh, lawsuits that have been filed. But... Pretty devastating, I thought, for Deshaun Watson was the SI piece that came out with a woman who is not even suing him right now. I know you read that piece as well. Uh, what is going to happen here? And, and and in your mind, and I'm just talking about on the field related, not obviously you analyzing the legal situation, but what do the Texans do? What does the NFL do? Like, How does this situation resolve itself yeah i don't know i think everything's you know remains in limbo but i think that story uh the sports shifted things for a lot of people right yeah absolutely because it's independent of all of this stuff there's no you you can't find any motives in there uh except for this woman wanting to tell her story but she told Uh, it anonymously so you're right like the incentive for people out there who have bought into this idea which i don't think is a very intelligent perspective to have adopted 
But the idea that it was a conspiracy or in some way the Texans are trying to get back at Deshaun Watson, uh, with every one of the civil lawsuits alleging sexual assault that has come out, that's become a more difficult angle in which to make that argument. But for this one in particular with SI, woman is using not even her own name. It's hard to believe, based on the corroboration that they found for those allegations, that she would just be making it up because there's so many contemporaneous people she told long before these lawsuits were even filed. Right, and it checked out. You know, Sports Illustrated, uh, this high-level Sports Illustrated and Jenny Brent, this are, they're not going with this story unless it checks out. She told, what was it, her friend or her sister right away. They checked with her. They checked the Instagram messages that she has. You know, they, they cross-checked it in every way conceivable. Uh, and she's not connected to Busby. She's not connected to the lawyer. So she's she's independent of everything that's gone on so far. So this is a very credible journalistic organization. And this is all separate of everything that else else that has gone on. So it's almost like, uh, you know, it is a third party. Uh, so it's a completely distinctive thing. Um, you know, uh, you read League Insiders who are the reporters who are talking to, to other uh, teams about his value right now. And they're all saying, you know, we've got to keep it at arm's length right now. You can't do anything. you got to you got to wait and see. It's all a, a big wait and see thing. Um, and the league could go ahead with its discipline, which is, uh, you know, uh, uh, not Goodell uh, until it's on appeal. But we have no idea what the pace or intent or uh, desire of them to reach any kind of disciplinary conclusion is at this stage. And so the next thing is, you know, off-season programs start, um, in April for a new head coach earlier. So Houston's will start a little earlier. He wasn't expected to participate in that anyway. It's unclear out of the owner's meeting uh, going on right now as to whether there's going to be in-person element to that or not. But he wasn't going to be there based on the contract situation. He, sir, uh, you know, he would force somebody's hand if he were trying to show up now. I can't imagine that's going to be the case. And the Texans are going to forge ahead without him, which they were going to do anyway uh, because of the contract impasse. And so we could have this conversation every week. Uh, you know, what's next? And we're not going to have an answer, I suspect, for a decent while. What do you think about 17 games? The NFL officially announcing that they are going to a 17-game regular season. Big deal, not very big deal. Uh, How significant is this? Well, I mean, it's not a surprise, right? We knew it was was in the CBA that the players narrowly approved. Probably the reason it was narrowly approved is because uh, a lot of players objected to it. It's, uh, It's a cash move. Uh, the owners wanted it because it brings in more cash. The players ultimately approved it because they get more of that cash. Um, you know, I'm reluctant for change. I want more football, more meaningful football. We'll take a regular season game for a uh, for a preseason game any day, but they aren't my knees. They they aren't my concussions. All, all of that stuff. Um, I don't like that, you know, but I don't like that people think a thousand yard running season still means something in a 16 game season. So I certainly hope people adapt and realize that it mean, has no meaning in a 17 game season. I think I'll miss eight and eight as a, as a kind of benchmarky thing that you want to get over 
or or it means something if you're under it and that there's no such thing as eight and eight anymore but maybe that you're either a winning or a losing football team that's true every single uh every single team yeah and um you know, in terms of what it does to to records and all of that, that that to me is always the biggest thing in, in baseball. When it went from from uh, you know one fifty four to to one sixty two and created an asterisk situation, um, now you know the ability to to you know run for two thousand yards, uh, being a game easier. Or or a guy we were talking you know yesterday on on the Outkick three sixty about you know if you have a sixteen year career. You've got an extra season's worth of games in that 16-year career to achieve, you know, the the longevity kind of milestones. If you're chasing Drew Brees' passing records or things like that, but we'll get used to it in in time. And uh, you hope the injuries don't don't mount. And uh, President's Day as a Monday after the Super Bowl will be a cool thing. And uh, I think. You know, it's a better thing for the paying customer that you're paying for one fewer uh, preseason game and and one more regular season game. And I know in in Nashville with the Titans, at least for season ticket members, you know, who've gone through some big increases the last couple of years. Right now, it's the the same price. So yeah, we got an a email. Much better product. Yeah, I got an email yesterday, I guess it was, from the Titans saying, hey, instead of eight regular season games and two postseason games, uh, you now are going to be uh, you know, getting nine regular season home games and only one preseason game, uh, which is, uh, I think, a pretty fantastic adjustment. Now, it won't happen every year. Obviously, the ninth uh, home year. game, it's a, it will flip back and forth, but it's still... I think uh, I think pretty cool to uh, to think about how exactly that is going to be uh, resolving itself. Um, One other you, thing, I, yeah. think, I think it lends itself to international overkill. You know, they're saying that ninth game is going to be that ninth home game is going to be an international game for everybody on a pretty regular cycle. I, I think there's there's there could be too much inventory for that. And I hope they'll consider, you know, some games just uh, uh, domestically, but out of market. Yeah. You know? I love so that pick idea. The, pick I the think best venues. I, go to the Rose bowl, go to, to whatever the best venues or markets are that are untapped, go to college stadiums and stuff and use some stuff like that. Um, instead of forcing the issue with everything being international, there's certainly a market for it, and I understand going to Germany, trying to get to to China if they want to go that route with with the conflicts that there are and all of that. But I think there's some domestic opportunity to be had as well. I think it's cool. I, I think about it all the time as for kids out there and adults who might not live in an NFL jurisdiction and may not have been able to go watch an NFL game. If you're going to play a 17th game, I kind of like the idea of neutral site personally. Um, I, I think that has a cool concept. Um, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen that often, but I do think that would be a, a, a nice addition to make. Uh, we're talking to Paul Kahar well, outkick, outkick 360. Even if the Lions took a home game to Ann Arbor, yeah, you know, think of what an what an event that could be, and then you're talking, what, you know, a hundred thousand people there, conceivably, if they sell it right, market it right, and everything, and it's a, it feels like a one off. People are going to want to be there. Yeah, I, I agree, um, and, and I do think it would be kind of a cool setup. Uh, we'll see whether they get aggressive. I also like the idea. I don't know what you think about this. I, I like the idea of having a regional rival. 
that is not in your division that you would play every year. For example, uh, if you uh, if you are in, uh, we were just talking. I live in Nashville. I think a game that would be a cool NFL regional rivalry, personally, is the Titans play the Falcons every year, right? Or the Titans play the Panthers every year, right? You're find somebody who's somewhat close to you where you could kind of create a interesting universe where two different teams in the NFL, where I do think there are, I understand people are like, oh, in the NFC North, it's a huge rivalry and everything else. I don't know that the cities really feel it in the same way that they do with college games. So I kind of, you're not playing in your division already. Find somebody who's playing every year so that you can start to build up that sort of history of fans being able to think back to games uh, and, and, and think about it. I think that would be a cool idea too. Those NFC East cities feel it, believe me. I, I don't like it because I think some of them will be really big and some of them will be really kind of forced. And I, I like the way they're doing it now where you get to, to see teams in your city more often than you would on a rotating basis. I also think, you know, if the regional team that you draw in your scenario is a dud, uh, you know, you get four years of an easy game conceivably uh, as opposed to kind of the competitive balance that's created in, in a further rotation. Last question for you, Paul Kaharski, Outkick 360, and this circles back around to the games that are going on. What do you think about uh, these games in the NCAA tournament tipping off at 10 o'clock Eastern? You grew up on the East Coast. Michigan is an East Coast team. It seems really unfair to me to tip off an East Coast game at 10 o'clock on a uh, you know Tuesday school night for a lot of kids and a lot of adults, too, who have to get up early. Yeah, I was bemoaning this to Hutton and Withrow on uh, a text chain last night. They told me you and I have a similar stance. Yeah. I, 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 and it's not even about the kids anymore. Quite frankly, my 11-year-old's not going to sit down and, and watch a college basketball game or a, any game, for that matter, unless the highlights appear on YouTube very quickly in some, something that he's watching. Then he'll run downstairs and tell me I've got to see something cool that's on YouTube, highlight reel. But, uh, I mean, uh, last night, the pause between the two games, which are probably Made no sense. It was like 30 minutes, venue. yeah. Yeah, because I had to watch Barkley on his Barker lounger do some – you know, I, I like Barkley, but I want to see the game. And that's just exceedingly late. Even in the central time zone, a 9 o'clock start is just crazy. Sports in general is just far too unconcerned with start times. And they don't listen to the viewing public, which generally bemoans it constantly and gets no positive feedback uh, out, of, out of it. And I think they drive people away how many people are awake for the end of that game last night in the most populated parts of the country not as many as they should want amen i agree uh paul kaharski keep up the work uh noon eastern 11 o'clock central 10 o'clock mountain and 9 a.m pacific uh we will talk to you again soon thanks this is outkick the coverage with clay travis This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, 
Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start really moving. Huggies has more curves and outstanding active fit. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So the final four is set. Uh, We have got UCLA going up against uh, Gonzaga, which is going to be one of the largest uh, lines that we have seen ever in the final four in modern history. The other side of the equation will be Baylor going head to head uh, with Houston in effectively the battle of the state of Texas. And I think, and this has been my prediction from the get-go, not that I'm some college basketball savant, but what I've been telling you from the get-go was I think we're going to end up with the teams that were the two best over the course of the entire season. I think that we're going to have the Zags going up against Baylor in the championship game. And uh, and it looks like uh, Gonzaga may win another game by double digits because I think they will handle UCLA fairly easily. In fact, I think they already played the tougher team from L.A. and they handled USC with a great deal of ease. So, positive here. We now have reached the Final Four and we aren't going to, I hope, have any major issues with COVID in either the men's or women's Final Fours now that we have managed to get to this point. I hope on Saturday we can play both of those games and then on Monday and we will have completed the larger essence of college basketball alongside of college football and we will have done it safely. 
I teased a little bit. If you guys haven't heard about these, this is one of the most ridiculous stories that's out there. And by the way, I'm going to da- uh, dive into the Zags and talk about their success at the top of the second hour and whether or not we are drastically underrating them because I think we are and I'm partially to blame because usually when we have an undefeated team and we have an undefeated team that hasn't done something in nearly half a century it is a massive story, and that is not the case right now with what has gone on with uh, Gonzaga, who is right now 30-0 and with 29 double-digit wins. It's pretty crazy to think about, but also pretty crazy to think about. Dub, I don't know if you saw this story. We wrote about it at OutKick. There's been a lot of interest in it in general. Lil Nas X, who had the uh, Old Town Road song, has decided, so they're evidently, I'm going to talk about this a little bit at the start of the second hour as well. You can customize sneakers. Have you ever bought a customized pair of sneakers? I remember back when I was a kid, I was a huge Brett Favre fan. And for my birthday, uh, I customized a pair of Green Bay Packers Nike Shocks. So yes. How did you customize it? uh, On the Nike ID shop online. uh, You can do it there. Right, exactly. Okay, I've never customized any shoes. That's a little bit different. So I look at this, I get questions a lot from kids out there who are like in law school or they're in college and they're in sports business courses or they're in sports law courses and they're asking me for interesting storylines. To me, the idea of being able to customize shoes is one that should be explored and discussed in kind of an intriguing way uh, because there is an interesting element to the question of are you able to sell customized shoes, especially if you're doing it like Lil Nas X tried to do by trying to sell, and this is crazy, they were like Satan-inspired sneakers. And he wanted to sell 666 of the pairs in honor of Satan. And look, I think this is the dude just trying to get as much attention as possible. But if you are Nike, you don't necessarily want somebody coming around and trying to uh, delegitimize your overall brand in a way that would be offensive to a large number of people that are in the general public. And so Nike is now suing over the Satan shoes, saying, hey, we didn't in any way allow this. And there is a difference between somebody customizing one pair of shoes or doing it on a website because they want to do that and trying to do it in a larger scale where you have a limited edition of these sneakers. So this to me, if you are a kid listening right now and you're in college or you're in law school or you're thinking about going, this is a really fascinating law review article. It's a great sports business review article. It's a great examination of trademark, patent, of copyright, of the value of a brand and how Nike is going to respond and what's going to happen with the lawsuit. And I don't know exactly, but I am pretty fascinated by what exactly is going to happen. Speaking of fascinated by what's going to happen, can the Zags get to 32-0? and 0? We will discuss it next. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen. 
Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start really moving. Huggies has more curves and outstanding active fit. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Check engine light on. Take the guesswork out of your check engine light with O'Reilly Veriscan. It's free and provides a report with solutions based on over 650 million vehicle scans verified by ASE certified master technicians. And if you need help, we can recommend a shop for you. Ask for O'Reilly Veriscan today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com.